Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Kid Sheared Podcast, home of people, politics, and popular culture. I'm your host, Austin Creed, and my friends, I want to welcome you into the morning show. This morning, I want to discuss a topic that I wrote an entire chapter about in my book, Biblical Bachelor, which is out and available for on Amazon, by yours truly, Austin Creed. But my friends, I want to really break something down that's a very important reality that I have came to understand. And that is this. You know, I look around and I look at the people around me. I look at the culture as a whole. I look at humanity as a whole. And I notice this constant need to fit in. You know, if you're in high school, you're in college, you're in a work setting, everyone wants to feel this sense of acceptance as if they belong somewhere, as if they have a, a community of people that they feel as though they can be themselves around them, they don't need to put on a mask, or at least not all the way. I believe that there is tremendous, tremendous strength in solitude. Now, don't get me wrong, I am fully aware that there are there's a place for people in your life whether it's very close or at an arm's length, people can complement your life. But the reason why I say that there is strength in solitude is because, you know, from a young age, when we're children, we're taught that to be cool, to be liked, to be accepted is the ultimate flex, the ultimate achievement in hum of the human existence, the human experience so to speak, is this idea of being accepted, this idea of being affirmed by society, by the cool people, by the people that we like and respect. We have this inherent desire that we want to please people, we want people to like us, we want people to be attracted to us, we want people to be enamored by us. This, this kind of sense of Pride. You know, there's a story about a man. The word narcissist comes from the story, well, comes from the word narcissus. Narcissus was a man from a myth in ancient Greece. And he was so enamored with himself that he would reject any woman who came before him, who or even men who came before him saying that they loved him, they wanted to be with him, they were taken by him, he turned them all away. And so he was cursed, I believe it was by Nemesis, the goddess of, of justice, vengeance, and revenge. She, he was cursed to fall in love with his own reflection. And so he fell in love with his own reflection and then ended up drowning because he tried to make out with the, his own reflection in, the, in our little river. <laughs> so that's where the term nar narcissist comes from. And I believe that it stems from a, a hint of narcissism, but narcissism has been so hijacked in our culture today. Every person thinks that their ex was a narcissist, so that kind of almost holds no weight anymore. But the reason why I believe that strength relies in solitude, if you look back on your life, Chances are that some of the worst choices that you made that set you back, that damaged you psychologically, were linked in some way to a dare that someone else dared you to do, 
peer pressure from people that you maybe you didn't even like that much, but that you wanted to like you. Chances are there you do something now or have done something that you didn't want to do because you wanted someone else to think better of you. You wanted them to like you. You wanted them to at least not hold disdain for you. And in doing so, you compromised on your values, you compromised on what you wanted, and you compromised on yourself. Sound familiar? Hey, there's no shame in it. We've all done it. But the reason why I say that there is tremendous strength in being alone or solitude is because then you get to dictate the terms of engagement. You won't just let anybody just walk in your life and set up shop. You won't just let anybody tell you what to think, how to think, why you should think it. You get to decide how close people get and who gets to qualify to be a part of your life. If you're just letting anybody, if you're picture yourself as the club, do you let just any, do you think bouncers let just anybody in the club? No, not always. And especially not for free. Why are you doing it then? Why are you letting everybody in? Why are you telling everybody that they they can come hang out at your place with you? Why? Because you want to be nice. You want to be thoughtful or be compassionate. That's not a me. That's not a reason. It's virtue signaling. Do you actually care about those things or do you care about it because you want other people to care about you? Hmm. It's a little more complicated, doesn't it? Look, I'm not here to make you feel bad. That's not my point. My point is I want you to know that if you're, let's say, for example, you're on the other side of the fence. Let's say you're a little more of a loner. You're an introvert. People kind of annoy you. You find them to be not mostly horrible greedy, annoying, and then people shame you for that. People want to make fun of you. They want to look down on you. They want to call you names, all that good stuff. Don't let that get to you, man. I'm telling you, don't let that get to you. There is strength in being alone. I don't know why this idea of having, for example, let's go to, this could be relationships too. Let's look at relationships. Now, this does differ this does change based on your on your gender. This is true. Look, if you don't like that I said that, I don't know what to tell you. That's just the fact of reality. Men and women, we are not the same. Now, we have equal value in society in the eyes of the law and the eyes of God, but that doesn't make us exactly the same in every regard. I mean, for God's sakes, look at biology, we're not the same. There are very obvious differences, and those differences translate into the world. That's not hard to understand. Now, when it comes down to it, men and women are different. And I I hear sometimes women that I know and that I see online complain about, oh, I'm 30 and I don't have a boyfriend, and, you know, people look at me funny, and I don't like it, and it makes me feel bad. Well... That's another example of social conditioning. And you don't have to feel bad. I don't want you to feel bad about that. If that's your choice and you want to be single and you want to be alone, then that's fine. There's power in that. Don't let some, someone make you feel bad for that. Now, on the other hand, if you don't want to be single and you are, well, then of course it's going to be frustrating because you don't want to be alone. But you know what I've found? I've found that whether you're male, female, none of the above, 
if you if you think that you're in this state of desperation, then you're going to act desperate. No one likes desperate people. They come off of come off as insincere, gross, unattractive. You don't want to be like that. So if you're comfortable with who you are, you're comfortable with being alone. You don't care if someone's there or if they're not there. You're going to just do your thing. People are kind of taken aback by that because that's not normal. Most people are not like that. You know, one of my favorite books is Brave New World by Aldous Huxley. I listened to it for the first time and I was just enamored with it. I loved it. And there's a line in Brave New World when the, they're up at the plateau where one, one guy says to the other, he says, if one is different, then he's bound to be lonely. They're beastly to one who is different. So if one is different, then he is bound to be lonely. I, I thought that was very interesting. I, I'm glad that I'm different and lonely. I'm glad that I'm set apart, different, not normal. I'm glad. Trust me, the only time that I'm, quote, lonely is when I choose to be lonely. I could very easily choose not to be lonely. I could text someone right now. I could text one of the, well, I could text one of the girls. I could text one of the dudes I know and very easily not be alone anymore. But I choose to be alone because that's just more of who I am. And because I'm comfortable with being alone and enjoying my own company, I get to dictate who comes in my life and when and where and why. Not oh, I, I can't stand being alone, so I gotta hang out with somebody, you know, whoever's available, that puts you in a very losing situation. Now, that could be a, this idea of not being desperate and having leverage options will translate to every avenue of your life, by the way. But it all starts here. It all starts with you being comfortable in yourself and your own skin and being self-sufficient when it comes to finances, emotions, physically, spiritually. If you can become a self-sufficient person, you will be a force to be reckoned with. I don't care if you're male, female, none of the above. Let me tell you something. If you can get someone... People will be so intimidated by you if you are able to just be an absolute unit and not need anybody else. Now, you can want them. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But needing someone puts you in a deprecating situation. It puts you in a deficit because you're dependent on that person or that thing or that place or whatever it is to validate you and make you feel good. It's very dangerous, by the way. There's no guarantee that people will, won't abuse that. But you should want to be the best version of yourself. And on this journey to be the best version of yourself, you need to realize that not everyone has your best interest in heart. In fact, you know, I don't say this to be mean. I don't say this to you personally listening to the show. I don't say this to you, I don't want you to think I'm talking about you personally, but I know I find most people to be horrible. I find most people to just be annoying and sufferable and to just annoy me, quite frankly. Now, not everybody 
and it can depend on my mood as well. But by and large, most people just don't care. Like, they're so insincere about everything. You know, there's a, I, I, I think in pictures, and I consume a lot of media as well, whether I'm walking, whether I'm working, whatever, because my mind always needs constant stimulation. Because I just, I love to always be thinking about something. I'm, my mind's always like that. I don't know if yours is. But where I'm going with this is there's, for those of you who have never see, seen Japanese anime or red manga or anything like that, you probably won't appreciate this. But there's a character from one of my favorite shows, and his name is Light Yagami. And he's kind of like this evil mastermind type character. And one of his favorite, one of my favorite lines from him is... At the very beginning of the show, he makes a very interesting observation. He makes the observation that people are very insincere. They're very conditioned to respond in a certain way, but that's not who they are. And how he brings that reality to light is he says that when you look at people online, on message boards, when they have the ability to be anonymous... Their name and their face aren't in, out in the streets when they say something. You're more likely to see them for who they actually are. And in that show, he kind of becomes a mass murderer. He he becomes kind of like a, a serial killer kind of guy. And there are people who support him, but not publicly. It's online. And then it shows the shots of them, and they're just everyday people. They're polite people in polite society, but on their phones are talking about how they support the most disgusting behavior imaginable. People are like that in the real world. Just look at online, look on X, look on Reddit, look on all these places and you'll see the truth. But people are very insincere in public about who they are because they want social acceptance. They don't want to be ostracized because back in the day, if you were ostracized from the community, you were likely to just to die in the wilderness. But now, with such advancements in society, you can afford to be alone and, and have a much higher likelihood of surviving, not being killed by a saber-toothed tiger or by a, a wandering snowstorm or a boulder. Or by a little cut that gets infected and gets you. <laughs> but my friends, the reason why I want you to really be okay with the idea of being alone is because, you know how sad it is for me to hear sometimes when people tell me that, how do you manage to be alone all the time? Like, how do you manage to be, first of all, I tell them I'm not alone all the time. Majority of the time, sure, but not all the time. But they look at me like I'm crazy, as if I always need to have someone around me. Let me, Because let me tell you something. The worst choices you'll make are when you feel as though you need something from somebody and you can't subsist without it because then they have leverage on you. That could be a relationship. That could be a transaction. That could be anything in your life. When you're at a deficit or in a need position, you're more likely to be exploited and lose. And trust me, you'll lose enough in life. You don't need to go out of your way to make it more, make it easier for people to screw you over. But my friends, there I write a whole chapter on this in Biblical Bachelor. If you want to hear more about this and being the best version of yourself, I highly recommend you pick it up. It's on Amazon right now. 
And of course, of course, I want to want you to buy the book, not because it'll make me rich, but because I want people to learn from my mistakes. I want you to really upgrade your life to the next level. I want you to be able to develop your own personal philosophy. And that's what I hope you do when you listen to my show. I hope you don't just blindly agree with everything that I say or blindly disagree with everything that I say, because then you could be missing out on something very important that you might have not known otherwise. I know it's really easy to just naturally agree or disagree with someone based on what they say, how they say it, whether they said it the way you wanted, whether it was at the right time. It's very easy to let those factors determine whether or not you heard what they said. Please use your head. Don't just use your heart when you listen to stuff. My friends, God bless you on this beautiful day. I'm so glad that it's finally Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas season. It is never Xmas on this show, and it's always Christmas. I, I refuse anything different. My friends, God bless you. God bless your families. God bless America. We'll make it through it. Have a great day. Get out there and win this battle so that eventually we will all win the war. We'll make it. Peace out.